These are the stories of The 116, a podcast from the heart of the First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria, Illinois. This is where belief becomes action and action brings hope. Here's your host, Greg Fish. And welcome along for another edition of Stories from the 116, brought to you from the uh, expansive catacombs of First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria. This is episode number 12. Episode 12, and my guest today is Lori Harold. And before we get to Lori, just want to remind you that uh, be sure and leave a rating for us on your podcast provider. That helps a lot. Also, we would love it if you would uh, like and share this if you find it on social media and let other people know about this, especially if this story touches you in a particular way. Be sure to share it with others. Now, Lori Harold is with me. Lori is your official title, church librarian. Am I getting that correct? You have that correct, Greg. Okay. Now, I, I'm kind of putting Lori on the spot here today because uh, I wanted to talk about stories, and you're a person who deals with stories, a lot of stories, a lot of books, and books are really a particularly touch point for us, but yet we've been separated from these books during this time of, of separation. Now, we hope we are we are closer than we've ever been to the ending of the pandemic and the shutdown. But as we move in that direction, we want to explore a, a part of our, our church ministry that has probably been especially hidden during this time, but shouldn't be. Because, And by the way, you are working to help people out if they want to uh, have access to a book during this time of shutdown, Lori. Is that not correct? That is correct. Um, as you probably know, public libraries are now doing curbside delivery. Uh -huh. And in the last year, um, we have gotten all our materials on an online catalog. So going to that link, you can find what you would like. And on Wednesdays, I will have a church curbside delivery at our overhang. That is just awesome. So when, how did you come up with that idea? That's a really good idea. Well, I understand when people are at home, that is a great time to read and study up. Some of us have more time on our hands because we're not doing the things we used to do. And so it has provided a good opportunity to catch up on some study or just read a good fiction book, a good story. And all the materials in the library are Christian-based, so um, hopefully that will be uh, resources to encourage people while they're at home. And you have done a really good job of making sure our library is up-to-date and fresh and just full of uh, a positive potential. And uh, I'm just really proud of to see the work that you have done over there to, uh, to whip that thing into shape. And, and you must be pretty proud of, of where you are today on that. Yes, because I feel that the library, which when we did the new build, it got kind of hidden. The new build is a great thing, but the library was kind of hidden. Okay. And so now... People have access to the library um, just with their electronic devices. Sure. They don't have to physically be in the library. They can look up by a title or an author or a topic right from their homes, and then I will have that ready for them. And by the way, that's a neat point, and we'll talk more about that later, but just, uh, just so the folks know, uh, 
to, to access the online catalog. I'm going to put the link for that in the show notes, but it's it's in the e-highlights quite often. It is on the website, maybe not as easy to find on the website, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll make sure that you get inundated with that link so that you can find the online uh and, and that really links us to a lot of the resources. Why, why are these resources so important to us as a church? Why, why are these resources important? The resources are important just in their variety. We have a large section of Bible studies, both in, for use as groups or individuals. A lot of them have DVDs with them. Actually, there's over 3,500 resources in the library. Um, for those who like fiction, we have period fiction, contemporary fiction, Amish, and suspense. And we have books that cover just about every Christian living topic you can think of. There are also uh, several biographies and autobiographies. And if you're studying a certain topic, there are all kinds of books that have study helps. Yeah. Now, with all these books available to us, we are in the midst of a crisis like none of us has seen in our, our lifetime. Many folks have lived through different sorts of crises, or is it crises? I forget how to say that. Anyway, the rough situations, let's say it that way, uh, throughout our lives. And we're going through a really unique one right now. Uh, how do these books connect us with hope when we're going through a tough situation? What, what sort of resources can really connect us with, with hope? Well, my small group just completed a study that, of course, was written long before the pandemic, but we were amazed at how relevant it was during this time. Um, it's a Melissa Spolestra uh, Elijah study. It's on spiritual stamina. My wow. small group just got done with it. It was an amazing study. Uh, it's checked out right now, but there is a free book that can come with it. And if someone's interested in that study, I will let them know when it's free. Um, among our new studies is one called The Church in Babylon. The church does not have the presence that it used to have. Mm -hmm. uh, the church doesn't have the influence that it used to have. And The Church in Babylon is sort of based loosely on when the Jews were in exile in Babylon, how how could they continue their worship? How could they continue their faith? And The Church in Babylon by Erwin Lutzer uh, is a good, relevant, contemporary study and one of our newer ones in the library. Uh, and there's just a lot of studies that can help people get That's through awesome. this time. And I'm guessing that beyond even searching the online catalog, my guess is you would be available to answer questions as well. Wouldn't that be Oh, I would be more than happy to answer questions. Some of the some of the studies I have done, and I can give a personal response to, and some of the studies I can ask others or find out more. But yes, I would be happy to answer any questions that anyone would have. What, what has been your experience when when you kind of bring light to people's eyes to know that these resources are available? How are people responding to this? When people find out that there is an online catalog. Mm -hmm. They have been using it more. I really like to connect people to studies. We have so many excellent resources, and I keep thinking, my goodness, this has not been checked out very much. If only people knew about this book, how much they could grow in their faith, how they could grow closer to Christ. And that excites me. And the more and more people who know about it, the better. 
Now, and you, we're, we're not just talking about book resources here either. I mean, as you alluded to, uh, you have some uh, audio and video resources that go along with all of this. So it's a it's pretty much the complete package. Am I, am I correct on that? We have several DVD studies, uh, and I'm building up that section of the library. And people are good when they're done with studies to donate those materials. And I'll even have extra books to give away sometimes. But we also have some documentaries, um, a few movies, Mm. that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So so right now, the key is since we we can't bring people into the church and by the way Lori and I are appropriately socially distanced here in case you're wondering uh, we're trying to be faithful to that but uh, uh, since we can't come into the church the the key is to contact you and you will do that Wednesday meet you at the curb thing to make sure people are connected with these resources right that's correct okay that's fantastic uh, Lori what why why should we I'm gonna ask you just kind of a personal Maybe this is a hard question. Think about this for a moment here. Why should we care about a church library? Why is that important today? Okay. I, I, I've caught you off guard. Yes. Um, I would say that the Bible is sometimes a little bit intimidating to read. We can read it and not always understand what it means and how to apply it to our lives today. There is no more book on this earth more relevant than the Bible. Anyone who reads it and spends any time studying it will realize that. Mm -hmm. I would say that a library contains many books that help you to understand what God is telling you through his word. There are many good authors out there who can shed light on bringing that relevance of God's word to today and right. to you personally. It's a very it's it's not just a book for all people. It's also a very personal book. And by the way, we have several different Bibles wow. at yes. study Bibles and um, commentary Bibles and that sort of thing as well. And in fact, one of the things that impresses me is that the times that I've been over there, you have one of my favorite commentary series. That's the Expositor's Commentary. So that's a really good, and, and for especially those since we're a Wesleyan, uh, uh, we have rest Wesleyan roots. It's, it comes from a really good Wesleyan perspective and just a really excellent resource that uh, if somebody wants to go deeper in their study of Scripture, I, I personally would recommend that to them. That is a good point. Also, I sometimes will lead adult Sunday schools. Now, if you are someone who teaches or is thinking about leading a group, whether that's a small group or a Sunday school, there is no better time than having to be at home with your nose in a bunch of books that will help you lead others into a life of faith. And by the way, I was just thinking when I said that too, it's not necessarily not, it's not a Wesleyan based uh, commentary. Just want to make sure I was clear on that, but it does speak well into our sense of, uh, sensibilities as Wesleyans. Now you brought some books along to recommend to us today, uh, some, some possible ways that we can read and enrich our mind during not just the time of struggle from COVID, but now with all the, uh, the uh, racial tensions that are, are fresh in our mind. What did you bring for us today to to think about? One of the studies I am doing at home, which isn't so much related to that, but has really helped me. We have many devotionals. That's another 
wonderful thing people can check out. And you can, ex- you can check those out for as extended as the devotional is. I'm doing something that's somewhat between a devotional and a personal Bible study by Beth Moore. It's called David, 90 Days with a Heart Like His, and that's her personal reflection series. I'm going to do the one on the Apostle Paul next. Uh, One of the newer books in the library, and this is relevant to what's going on, um, is called Do All Lives Matter? The Issues We Can No Longer Ignore and the Solutions We All Long For, and that's by Wayne Gordon and John M. Perkins. I haven't personally read this book. It's not a long book, uh, but it definitely is relevant. Good. Uh, um, Yeah, that's... What are some of the other books you have there that you would recommend at, at this time that you say, hey, you guys need to know about this book? I have a book that was just donated. It's a 2020 copyright date called The Hope of Glory, Reflections on the Last Words of Jesus from the Cross. That was just donated. Um, We have a a local author. This book was donated recently, also very new, called From Shattered to Restored, Recovering Hope, Discovering Purpose. And that's by Nanette V. Larson. So that's another one. And I would also like to say for... Um, the first few people who uh, contact me to check out books, I will. I might have something free for you to Ooh. use. One of one of those, huh? since families are stuck at home, I have a study called "Grow at Home: A Beginner's Guide to Family Discipleship," and there is a book and a DVD, and I will give it to the first person who asks for it awesome. on my email. It's um, got eight lessons. Uh-huh. So if you want to ask for that. And and you're reminding me too, by the way, I will put Lori's email also in the uh, uh, way that you can send Lori a direct email in the uh, show notes as well. So that will be there. Um, Lori, what books have you read lately that have changed you? I'm glad you asked. I personally, I like books of Christian witness. I like to read other people's stories of how they came to faith in Christ. And one of those that I've read recently was Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. And that's by, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but Nabil Koresh. So that, he fought so hard to stay with his Muslim faith. Uh-huh. And it was amazing how God showed himself to this author. Sadly, he is no longer living. I also read Ravi Zacharias's Walking from East to West, another uh, yes. personal witness story about his life. Sadly, he died just last month. Right. He's an apologetics uh, instructor. He's internationally known. RZIM Ministries is mm-hmm. his ministry. But I read his life story. And I like those stories of encouragement. Those are only two. We have many such books in the library um, by missionaries and other people who either have stories of walking with God their whole lives or have come to faith in Christ from somewhere else. And those are always very encouraging stories, and I love to read those. That's awesome. Um, talk to us about uh, resources for the for times of, of changing and, you know, uh, what resources for those who are struggling with change right now? Do you have? Does anything come to mind that would be something you would recommend for, uh, for us dealing with the changes that are going on around us? We have 
many books, none is coming to mind specifically on coping and overcoming. Okay. Um, when trials, the storms of life, um, those kinds of things are happening, how to cope with those. So I can't, nothing comes to mind at the moment, sure, but we sure. have many such books. And you can put a topic in there if you, if it's a physical illness or if it's mm. a, something like a time of despair or depression, uh, many such coping types of books. One, the one here that I mentioned earlier that sounds interesting, I have not read it, um, From Shattered to Restored, Recovering Hope, Discovering Purpose. That sounds interesting to me for the very kind of thing that you're asking. Gotcha, gotcha. So how, how have you been doing with this time of shutdown? Has that been well for you and your family? I have done well because I have a college son that's been home far oh, more than yes. he would have been. Uh, I live in a beautiful place, so I I like to meditate on the works of God with the nature that is around me. I have been reading a lot. I'm a big reader. I like both fiction and nonfiction. I have a pretty wide, uh, pretty wide genre for the books that I like to read. So I can't. So, so what would you recommend to fiction fans right now? Anything good there? My favorite Christian authors are, are Francine Rivers, who has her newest book out is called The Masterpiece. It's checked out right now. But Francine Rivers, I like because she tells a good story, but she has a message in it. That's the kind of fiction I like. I like the kind of fiction that not only we has a good story, but it has a good, strong message in it, too. I also okay. enjoy Joel Rosenberg. He would probably appeal more to the male folks in our audience. Okay. He, he writes suspense and spy thriller type things. He is very much in the know politically, economically, and he knows scripture. Wow. So that's one of the reasons I like to read him. Awesome. And in fact, the latest book I read of his is called The Auschwitz Escape. It's a World War II novel, but it is an encouraging novel about uh, a young man, a young Jewish man who accidentally gets caught up in the arrests and ends up in the concentration camp and uh, schemes with people how to get out of the concentration camp and let people know what's going on. That was a page turner. Wow. So, so Lori, is there anything else you want to let our, our listeners know about uh, the library, what you offer, or uh, any of the resources? Is there anything else that you would like to uh, pass along to us today? I believe that about covers it. Like I said, we have thousands of materials there, and all, and they're all as close as your electronic device to uh -huh. finding out what they are. Uh, some of our more common topics that you can put in there. Christian living is a huge topic. You'll get hundreds of responses on that. Um, history, biographies, autobiographies, if you just, and put in your favorite author. We have many Christian authors that people love, like Max Lucado, right? Um, yeah. Billy Graham. We have some uh -huh. Billy Graham books in there. So some oldies, oldies, but goodies. And, and again, your, your, your selection is fresh, it's up to date, and uh, a lot of good resources, no matter what you're looking for, you'll probably find 
something available to you. And I think that the other side of this too is to find things that we know are faith-based. When you go to the library, uh, the public library, you find such a vast amount of material. Here you know you're going to find things that speak to your desire to read faith-based materials, correct? That is correct. Um, our library is does fit the mission of our church, which is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of Peoria and the world. I got <laughs> that good. out without even stumbling. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but that um, the library does fit into the mission of the church. There are many good books out there, but if they are not faith based, you're not going to find them in our library. So let's give folks the rundown then so they know how to get their hands, their mitts on some of these great books. Uh, first of all, the library catalog is available online. You can you can research the library. If you want to know that link, we'll include it both in the show notes as well as uh, it, it appears frequently in the e-highlights. It appears on the website as well. And then they are free to contact you still while we're still trying to figure out, which it looks like we're probably going to be restricted for a bit longer. Right. So while we're still going through this, these restrictions as to who can actually gather here, Lori, what do they need to do to, uh, to get some, their hands on some books? Well, first, they can go to that link that you talked about. They can find what books they are interested in by author, title, or topic. And then they can email me and ask me if that book is available and I will let them know if it is or not, and we'll have it ready for them on Wednesday Very morning. Good. <laughs> Wednesday morning. So, and they can come to the drive-thru? and They can come to the overhang on the west side of the church. Just, yes. just at the corner of Maine and Northeast Perry. All right. Lori, it's been a pleasure to have you with us on the All podcast. Right. Has your first adventure here been as exciting as you thought it would be? Oh, <laughs> Sure. You're, you're supposed to say yes at this point. <laughs> yes, and it's yeah. been wonderful uh, having this conversation with you, Greg. <laughs> hey, folks, uh, be sure and like us and share us on social media again and give us a good rating on your podcast provider. Those things help get our word out. In the meantime, thank you so very much to my guest, Lori Harold, and to you for listening today on Stories of the 116. You've been listening to the Stories of the 116 from our studio at First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria, Illinois. You can find the show notes or contact us with your questions and comments through our website at www.fumcpeoria.org.